welcome into our sixth episode of Hustle the Bookie, and thanks for tuning in. My name is Brendan. I'm only sitting here with Travis now. Travis, <laughs> how's it going now that we've lost our fellow comrade, he who should not be named? You know, it's going good. It's going good. I can't complain. Got a beer, as usual, Thursday Night Football. Yeah, we're drinking uh, <clears throat> Latitude 33 Honey Hips. It's a nice 8 point, I think it's 8.3. Yeah, 8.3. Boy. Out of Vista, California. Not a sponsor yet, but you guys could be. I don't know why I just thought of this, but <clears throat> when you asked me how I was doing, I just realized we've been playing Call of Duty. It's been a lot of fun. Dude, that game, I think, was it last Friday that I got the game? I want to say it was not even a week ago. Or maybe it was last Thursday. I, <clears throat> no, because I downloaded it. You downloaded it after that World Series game. After, was that was like Wednesday. Into. Yeah. So I got it on Tuesday of last week. And then like... Yeah, because I picked you up, and you were playing it. Yeah, 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 and I had gotten it, maybe, no, yeah, because I had gotten it the day before, because, or no, it was Monday Night Football, because I was like, I was texting Drew Mitchell, and I was like, yeah, I can get on after the Monday Night Football game, because this download's going to take eight hours, yeah. basically. Yep. Okay. So, so, that was fun. So, yeah, so basically, in ten days, I've spent, <clears throat> I think, almost 17 hours playing the game, and that doesn't include menu time. And when you put it like that, that's only 1.7 hours a game, a day. True, but I think I've only sat down and played it like four times, and I just sit there for hours on it, melting my eyes onto a screen. But I do that every Sunday when I'm watching college or with a NFL football, and every Saturday with college football. So I'm just gonna keep doing it. It's been fun. Been Here fun. for a good time, not a long time. Um, yeah. Anything else? Do you want to do an update on your uh, your basketball team? Yeah. I didn't so, hear your update from this week yet. Well, it's because we haven't gotten to story time. True. But. Let's see. I only shot over one. Oh, didn't hurt the percentage that bad. There you go. We lost. The team was just outright better than us. I had at one point I was in the low post. This guy was trying to back me down, and I didn't let him because he was he was shorter than me but stronger. But I just you mm. know bodied him up. Um, we are now one and <laughs> oh god seven. One and seven. Let's is that is that good? Well, technically, I'm one and six. I missed one of the games. True. Because I missed last week of the World Series. You guys still have a better record than the Bengals, so. Yeah. How do you? And I was thinking, oh, do, if we're tanking, do we get a draft pick? Like, maybe we'll pull someone from, like, D1. Ooh. That's not really how it works. Ah, dang. So, we're just tanking. You also almost have the same record as the Colorado Buffaloes, who, Dude, in, in Pac-12 play, but they I saw beat ASU. Did you see I that saw, tweet that I liked? I didn't see your tweet that you liked, but I was looking at the standings today. And because who are they playing this weekend? They play. They're not SC, are they? I forget, but my friend is going back up to Boulder for the game. Um, I forget who they're playing. Are they playing? No, not Washington State plays Cal. ASU plays USC. Stanford. Stanford. So yeah, because Stanford's favored by three. And I was looking at it, and I saw the standings. I'm like, they're one in like four, or one in five in the Pac-12. One in five. Like, Their That's... one win was against number fifteen ASU. How typical. Of the Pac-12 in general. I hate it. I'm not going to blame ASU because ASU had fallen. They lost to UCLA. Dude, the standings for the Pac-12 was like UC, or Utah and Oregon at 8-1. and one, And then everybody else has five wins or four wins pretty much. That's fine. UCLA has four wins on the year. But if they win out, they go to the Pac-12 championship game. No, they're not going to win out. No, but they're still a half game back in the Pac-12 South, which is wild because that team is awful. God. And ASU lost to him. Anyway. It's all right. Oh, yeah. So the little factoid on Colorado. 
Each of the past three years, Colorado's beaten ASU. They've gone 0-15 in their games after they beat ASU in those years. They have not won another football game in so any the, of those seasons after they this beat. This is the thing. their Super Bowl. This is like our rivals, U of A. <laughs> U of A. Like, we're their rival. Yep. We're also Colorado's rival. We just don't, we just don't even know it. We don't know it. They just play it like it's They're their like, biggest oh, team guys, on the schedule. For the Pac-12 yeah. South, let's get this. We're waking they up. they win, yeah. they hit Cabo. It really just sucked for them this year that they played ASU in, like, week five. Because yeah. then they're like, well, crap. Now we just got to lose eight more games. That's like, I like Colorado. They're, I mean, I the, like, the black and gold. Yeah. Bro. Ooh. The buffalo they run out. Ooh. Do they have, they have the live buffalo, right? Yeah. Ooh. Brilliant. I don't know if we've recorded since we saw the Sooner Schooner. Oh, God. The collapse of Speaking of live mascots. <laughs> that was actually comical. Dude, we missed a lot. Because we've had that. The Ashes are no longer a wagon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Baseball season's that. over, well, so. Well, technically, the series doesn't start at the home. Oh, wait. It's the opposite. Oh, uh, yeah. No, series, series started night one of the World night Series. Night one, and it just. No, that's okay. Yeah. They lost. It is what it is. Travis's parents were sad. Shaw's were going to the Padres anyway. True. Yeah, Padres are a wagon. They're winning the 2020 World Series. You heard it here first. That happened. Uh, Spurs were a wagon for a little bit. Warriors suck, but the Trailblazers suck more. My over, that's nullified because Steph went out. I take no credit if you lost money on betting the Warriors over. But I also bet on the over in the individual game of the Suns and the Warriors when Steph got hurt and they hit the over. Well, they played for him. (laughs) True. They really rallied. They rallied around their troops to lose by 10 still. Yeah, they rallied to score points. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, "Mm, Brendan has over 229. Yeah, Steph would have gotten us to 240, but let's get to 231. Let's make it close on him. And then... Yeah, definitely turned that game off halfway through because I was just sad. This is is one of my sports rat, though. And I tweeted this after the Ashes lost. The Spurs, they're a good team. They might make the playoffs. I'll be. I'm just. I haven't even watched the game. I watched the <laughs> end of the Lakers game because it was tied. I'm like, oh, I'll check it out, and they end up losing. Um, the Sharks about to win two in a row, but they're not that great this year. Yeah. ASU football is a joke. ASU basketball is not. ASU football still is like the a, third best stretch. record in the Pac-12. <laughs> At five and three. My sports aren't going so well. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of me time, been working out. I did try to get you to join the Niners bandwagon like three years ago, and the Niners were trash. I hopped on the Raiders bandwagon. True. I oh, can't. Yeah. I, I don't hop on the football bandwagon. So I remember Porter wanted me to be a Bears fan. Ooh. At one point, I wanted to root for the Cardinals when they had that good year. Uh, and I was like, oh, I'm in Arizona. I can't do it. No. I, I don't care that much about NFL. Yeah. But fantasy, dude. Fantasy team. Oh, that's another thing. My, my fantasy <laughs> teams aren't good. But your fantasy team's not good, but you're only a game out of a first round bye. Because so we have a dynasty league. Some of you guys listening out there are in this league. One division has two seven and two teams and two six and four teams that have scored two hundred fifty more points than the fifth highest scoring team. The other division is just everybody's it's, under five hundred. It's more stacked. Actually, yeah. it's not. It's not this. Oh, we play all these sissy nanny teams yeah. over in Brennan's division. Exactly. We're all very very. Four and, five, four and five, four and five, four and five, four and five, and three and six. Yeah, Travis sitting I'm on the pretty three and there. Six. Yeah, Travis is one game out of the playoff or one game out of the two seed, <clears throat> and yet the other division, man. Right now, sixteen playoff. All five teams in the other division are in the playoffs, and then Mitchell has the two seed as the first round. That's what I, I saw this morning. Like, <laughs> how the hell is Mitchell? That cracked me up. I, I had to go and check it when I saw it. I was like, I feel like his team's not doing great yet either. So yeah. Yeah, because he's only scored like 20 more points than me all year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, first down. Keenan, Keenan Allen. Allen. Uh, 
penalty. Yeah, it's a hanky on the field. Probably coming back. Yeah, some um, mustard on the, on the yeah. lettuce. Our friend Kobe, his girlfriend came to Buffalo Wings to watch football with us on Sunday. And she said, when there was a flag thrown, that there was mustard on the lettuce. I think it was the announcer that was saying it. She was like at some Friday night football game and the announcer said that. And she brought yeah. that to our attention. I had never heard that. Mustard on the lettuce is the best thing I've ever heard That's, from the flag on the field. Yeah, because I always just say, oh, any hankies? And there's a challenge and Kobe's like, so is that ketchup on the lettuce? <laughs> Honestly, probably the funniest thing either of them have said. Um... Love you guys. Anyways, let's get into story time here. What do you got for us? So, after Mattress Mac and his decision to hedge his bet by if the Astros winning won the World Series, then they would pay back all the people who bought $3,000 worth of mattresses or furniture. Now, a D.C. area bar will refund 100% of tabs for an entire year if the Washington Nationals go back-to-back. Um, so it's this bar called... What was it called? Oh, no, I just had it. Anyways, can't remember what it's called. But they basically said, like, if you guys just keep your receipts... Bracket room. Bracket room. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you mean the words that are in bold right there. Yeah. Bracket room, Virginia. Yeah. Bracket room. Okay, so... They say, congrats to the Washington Nationals. We're launching a promotion to celebrate the Nats winning the World Series. If they win the 2020 World Series, we will refund every check for the entire year. Oh, wait. Hold on to your receipts because if the Nats go hashtag back-to-back, you will receive a full cash refund on all food, beverages, and taxes. Exclude tips from November 2nd, 2019 to win the 2020 champion. That is the best business model. Nobody goes back-to-back in the MLB. No, no, it doesn't happen. That does not happen. Same thing as hockey. There was a stat that I saw today that the past six seasons in the MLB, a different division has won each of the six years. Like, or all six of the divisions have won, but it hasn't been repeating. It's like NLS in 2014. Yeah, NLS 2014, AL Central 2015, AL East 2016, AL West 2017, AL or NL, no. Who won last year? Last year's Red Sox. Oh, that was AL East. 2016 was NL Central because that was Cubs. And then AL... No, NL East this time. Yeah, so it's alternated divisions. So all six divisions have won within the past six years. That's pretty cool. So this is the best... Yeah, not even the same team goes like or wins back-to-back, but not even the same division wins back-to-back, which is pretty crazy. But just the, the parody in baseball is crazy. It's great. That's a great... bit. I mean... I don't know how many people are going to hold on to their receipts. And you know what? That's actually me backfire because someone's going to look at their receipts from here. Wait, is it just through 2020? Yeah, it's from November 2nd. So I think okay. that was the two days after they won the World Series so all the way to 2020. Someone's going to go to that bar a lot. And they're going to look back when the Nationals get eliminated from the playoffs with like three games ago. They just missed a wild card. Yeah. Or they get back. They barely made the playoffs this year. They they might make, they'll probably make the playoffs because they're a good team. But depending on what they can keep. But they're going to look at their receipts in like the first week of October and be like, I spent seven grand (laughs) at this one bar. But it's like also, I mean, say that was like McGregor's, not not an ad yet or not a sponsor yet. Say that's McGregor's who's offering that with the Padres. We're already, we go to McGregor's. I would go more often. We would go more often because we'd go down there for Padres games. It'd be really exciting. Like during a Padres playoff push, you know how pack that place would be if they had a thing like that that well, place would be filled to the brim yeah that would be fun but and that would be like 
Imagine being in that place, of whatever bracket room, when the or say the Nats win the World Series. Again. They would just close it, like, dude. Oh, no, we're not in business. Yeah, no, and sorry. <laughs> yeah, they just leave town like the the Colts did to go to Baltimore, or no, the Ravens. Yeah, no, the Colts did. You to have go to, to have a lot of money Baltimore. to be able to. I mean, I guess it's the same thing with Matches Mac, but like if you own this bar, you have to basically say, "I'm going to risk it all for the next eleven months." I mean, it's. You have twenty nine other teams that you're hoping to win. Like it's it's very good odds in your favor, but yeah. it's also a very bad. But I guess here's the other business side of it. Um, you're gonna do a lot better than you have in the previous months. You can take mm-hmm. whatever money you're profiting and invest it somehow, and then at least you can make money off that money yeah. invested. Yep. And then so you'll have the money you made investing to try and pay back for not having uh, yeah. to having to give back eleven months worth of income. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent business. Yeah, that's. Uh, I tuned him out as soon as he started talking about the numbers <laughs> too, guys, so you're not alone. I didn't say any numbers, I was just... <laughs> that's, that's just how math works for that's a cool my thing, though. My I'm going to go to Virginia. Yeah, we're going to go check it out. Just to, like, we can get like two drinks, and then just so we have to make a flight back when they win for the parade, we'll be there and be like, eh, I need that $23 back. So do we... Does that take back tips? Yes, it does. It's a, or no, it says exclude tips. Oh, Thank yeah. God. That, that would do those waiters all year. They're like, they're just because you know tip jobs. People barely get by on their tips anyway. I can't all of imagine. a sudden, they're like, really? I have I to owe give four back. Grand. <laughs> I have to give back this money. What the hell? Yeah, I no, quit. We definitely just comp that. Yeah, a hundred percent. All right. Enough baseball talk. We don't got to talk about that for a while. <clears throat> NBA talk. I've NBA got a couple talk. questions for you. All First right. one is a little more like conversational because I have some takes on it as well. All right. But what are your thoughts? So basically, Kawhi's missed two primetime games. He missed it, what? Last? He missed the Bucks game on Wednesday. Yeah, or last <clears> night. <throat> yeah, yeah, Wednesday night. And, and I forget what the other one was, but it was it was a nationally televised game. Yeah. And he's missed them both. And I think the Clippers got fined. I think he's... I don't really understand. The Clippers were fined because they had it on the injury report that he was hurt. They cleared it through the NBA because the NBA basically made it a thing where a team can get fined for resting a player if they weren't actually injured. But there was enough documentation from the team doctors that said that Kawhi was injured with the knee injury that he's been suffering suffering for for years now um, and that he was out. But Doc Rivers came to the media and said, oh, no, he's healthy. (laughs) Like... If you're going to have your star player sit out, if you're going to have, you know, it's a home game against the Bucks. You're selling tickets as, hey, come watch Giannis versus Kawhi. How do you explain that to the season ticket holders that, okay, Kawhi is injured, but your coach is coming out. Oh, no, he's healthy. We're just going to save him from the next game because we don't care about the people who bought tickets for tonight. We care about the people who are going to the game tomorrow. Like, so that's, that's the thing. You are have, you blaming Kawhi or Doc? I'm blaming Doc. How do you, not the doctor, but the head coach, Doc, Doc Rivers. Doc, Doctor, Dr. Rivers. Dr. Rivers. Yeah, so Doc Rivers, had need, like, there just needs to be, I don't know if it's on the PR staff or what, but everybody needs to be on the same page of how they're going to address the media and the public about situations like this that can get people in trouble. And, I mean, Doc yeah. got fined 50K for it. It's not the team. It's him that gets fined Because this 000. is, like, I feel like what screws it up is, like, if Kawhi wants to rest... He can say, oh, no, my knee's hurting. Yeah. 
And no one can really say anything. Don't because we're not him. But the fact that Doc now and goes says, Oh no, he's like actually he's fine. Yeah. Then it's like, all right, well now we know every time Kawhi says anything, like you're just you're like your boy cried yeah, wolf. Exactly. It's and no one's out oh, that sucks. Yeah. So I don't know if he didn't get the memo on that or what exactly it was, but big, oh, how do they? big yikes. Like and he he got fined for it. So hopefully I mean he learned his lesson. But also it's like for me <clears throat> I don't really have a problem with the sitting out part. He had 20 games last year where he was out for load management. Mm-hmm. And what did he do last year? Oh, he won the NBA Finals and he won the Finals MVP for the second time in his career. Yeah. I think it's okay. It's a marathon, not a sprint. It's the Clippers have built one of the most deep teams in the, that the NBA has seen in years, top to bottom. That and, team is great. Yeah. And oh, you get to have the younger guys come out there and now they can actually like work on their game and they get more touches during a game because Kawhi's not out there. Let alone he I mean he's not a he's not a Westbrook, he's not a James Harden where he needs the high percentage of usage. But still having a star player off the court and allowing guys to have the ball in their hand and doing their part in clutch situations on defense, because that game came down right to the end. It was it was big minutes down the oh, stretch yeah. for those young guys and it's yeah. that's exciting for them, you know, because they might not have been able to see playing time down the stretch run if Kawhi's in there. But now they get more of a run. So I think that's what's going to help a team over the course of a year, too, is having, like, I mean, Kawhi gets hurt in the playoffs a couple years ago on the Spurs because Zaza Zaza'd him. And, you know, if, I mean, that team was nowhere near as deep as this Clippers team, but this Clippers team would still be able to play at a high level without Kawhi. And they're also still winning against elite competition without Paul George back yet, who comes back next week. So... Yeah, it does suck to have Kawhi not out there, but in the grand scheme of things, this is a meaningless game in November. Sorry to the season ticket holders who did have tickets for that. But That's what, like, it's like both sides are right for being mad. Yeah. Kawhi, but, like, yeah. in the Clippers, like, you rest them so your team can, like, get that experience. Mm-hmm. But the fans are like, well, damn. I it sucks for the fans. 60 bucks for this ticket yeah. tonight because I want to see Kawhi. Exactly. And, it, yeah, I mean, it does suck for that, but also it's – that's – part of it now that you understand going into it i mean the nba where it's you're not guaranteed to see the players on every single night lebron's mm-hmm. not going to play every back-to-back yeah and i mean won the playoffs some years yeah <laughs> <laughs> like last year well not this year he's going to be there this year that's okay but i mean for me i'd rather have a Kawhi that will be able to be sustainable throughout this season <clears throat> Into the playoffs where think, we can see them play to their highest level, play 38 to 40 minutes in the playoffs. Do you think there's a new Terminator movie coming out? Kind of threw him off a little bit. Mm, he saw himself on the TV screen in that commercial uh-huh. with, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And you got a little like, oh shit, it's must like, be oh, acting. I'm, I'm, I don't want to be the fun guy. I got to I gotta go, oh, I have a bum knee again. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, my bad. In a hoop. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's my take on Kawhi in that whole situation. You know, if you're going to sit out, dude, just sit out. Like, yeah. I mean, I was watching, I know, check me before I wreck me. I was watching some preseason Warriors games, and I was just confused why Steph was playing. Like, well, not like he's going to get hurt this year. I know, like, that would just be crazy. And for sure, if he gets hurt, it's not because of preseason. Yeah, and it, it's for sure not, well, yeah, but still, it's just like, okay, why are you having him out there in meaningless minutes against the T-Wolves, I'm pretty sure they're, or no, they're playing the Lakers that night, and it's like, Dude, like, just save him. Like, he's going to be fine. He puts up shots all the time. He knows how game oh, situations work. Oh, there's also, work. like, if oh, you're no. scared to play a preseason game, why, like, 
one of the guys I follow on the Action Network has Derek Carr under 0.5 rushing yards, and he just ran for like four yards. <laughs> Who do you follow? Uh, it's like, I think it's the whale capper, one of those guys. Jeez. But yeah, <laughs> I was like, dang, that sucks. I was, I was watching this whole game just like, okay, Derek Carr's not running. Derek Carr's not running. And then he just ran for three. So now I he's, kinda, I feel like that's an easy over. Now he's hoping that they score a touchdown, get the ball back and then take three kneels. So he gets back under that point five. The Chargers defense is locked down. <laughs> but yeah, Hopefully. so that's, that's my spiel on load management. I'm good with it. Unless LeBron's doing it, then he's a pansy. <laughs> um, I'm all for any bad LeBron. JK. LeBron sucks. Love you, LeBron. LeBron's not that good. Um, all right. Another question I have for you, because both these teams are off to very good starts. We have a lot of fans of the Suns. We I have some fans of the Dallas Mavericks. I actually went, I think I saw the Dallas Mavericks training facility. In oh, really? February. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. It was like, I was downtown. And I saw this building, and it had this big old Dallas Mavs logo, and I messaged our buddy Jake, Ooh. and I was like, what is this? He's like, I don't know. I, <laughs> I like, don't. Well, I'm just going to assume this is where Expert. they, like, I think it was like their office or something. But either way, Dallas and Phoenix are off to a great start. I watched yeah. the Dallas Lakers game last Friday, mm-hmm. where my boy Danny Green hit a big three. Sent LeBron, it like, OT. I don't know if it was like a, a uh, like a... A pump fake on the three dribbles, and there was like two seconds left, like one second left, pass yeah. off to Green. Green hits it with like half a second to go. Big shot. Lakers look good, but mm-hmm. Dallas and Luka Doncic. Oof. I don't know how to say his name ever. Doncic. Doncic. Uh, DeAndre Aiden, the paid player, gets paid more at U of A. And Phoenix, I don't know who's good on Phoenix. Aiden's suspended right now. That's what I, I thought. Yeah. But he's the so guy. they won on opening night, and all the memes were like, Adam Silver on the phone call looking all panicked and it's like <laughs> drug test everybody Phoenix can't be good like and it's true because we were in Phoenix for a while Phoenix sports teams suck like just yes. notoriously that's just what they do it's like oh we're gonna just hang this carrot out in front of you Ooh, oh except that one D-Max like, turn, uh, championship this is just absurd yeah I was like five when that happened so, so back to my question yeah Dallas Phoenix off to good starts who do you think is going to finish with a better season? And this can spin it in any way you want as far as who makes it the farthest mm-hmm. or as your expectations going in. Like if the Mavericks make the playoffs, that's a good season. But maybe Phoenix being a fighting for the playoff spot's a better season because you didn't expect them to be. Yeah. So however you want to answer that, feel free. And I then... think that Dallas will have the better season. That's simply because they have Boban on their team. Former Spur. Yeah. Former legendary spur did he win a yeah i was like did he win a ring with the spurs i don't think so um i mean phoenix has they've been playing some pretty solid ball so far this year that was one of my nba losses on uh my early season sports betting that will get into how my nba season started but phoenix beat philly that was without joel Embiid. I'll give them that. But still, they went out there and beat a good Philly team. That's a top-tier team in the Eastern Conference. They beat the Warriors, and that was when Curry was still active for half of that game, and then he got hurt. They were able to hold on. And they beat the Clippers. There are two losses this year. They're both the, both these teams are 5-2, and two, both the Mavericks and the Suns. The two Suns' losses this year are to Denver and Utah, each by one point. Oof. So, and Denver and Utah are 5-2 and two and 5-3. and three. So that's pretty good by the Suns, right? I'll give them that. Like, all credit is due. They've they've shocked me so far. They're playing really good basketball. The Mavericks are a deeper team. I think that the star power of Luka with Kristaps Porzingis 
pretty top tier there. Um, taking over more of that new regime in Dallas. And Bobom, dude. Come on. He's like 7'5". 7'4". 7'4". Not an NBA champion, though. Not an NBA champion. Joined in 2015. Dang it. But close. But I came into the season with higher hopes on Dallas. I still think that they're one of the better teams. I thought they were a 6'7'8 type of seed in the Western Conference. Right now, they're sitting tied for second with Denver and the Suns. Um, Phoenix, I didn't have many... I didn't have too much, like, uh... I don't know if anybody... leeway in on them. I don't know if Nobody anybody did. can say they had either of these teams. In the no. Playoffs. No. I feel like A everyone, lot of people had Dallas as a fringe. But... I feel like everybody... It was... Had, like, OKC... Or no. No, not OKC. Lakers, um, Nuggets, Clippers, Rockets, so teams Jazz, like, Blazers were, like, the six that were, like, okay, locked and loaded. Their yeah. playoff... Warriors were in that discussion at first, but now their entire team is hurt. Um, Spurs can take their spot. Yeah. So, and the T-Wolves are always a fringe team. The Kings were supposed to be up and going, but Marvin Bagley's hurt too. So, I mean, the injury bug has definitely hurt the teams in the Bay Area. Um, obviously, the Pelicans had higher hopes too, but with Zion, Zion. hurt, that's sort of... Dude, put tank a, again. Tank? Get LaMelo? LaMelo with Lonzo in New Orleans? Oh, with Zion? Sick. Oh, oh right. my God. The all Ball right. Brothers? All right. I'm... I'd be I'm a Pelicans fan. Yep. Yeah. I'm getting my... I'm not getting a jersey. Yeah, I'm already... Oh, I'm pre-ordering my Ball Pelicans jersey. That's, it just says uh, Ball and then Triple B is the number. Dude. We could vote for Ball jersey and we'd be... Okay, never mind. Going down the wrong path there. Anyway, I'll go with Dallas over is, Phoenix. You know Boban, I think he's a monster. Oh. At least he In the new movie? He originally was supposed uh... to be. I don't know if he still is. That movie's been taking like six years to come out. So he's just surrounding. Yeah, I I'm convinced that that movie is just gonna allow Anthony Davis to like get a hundred million dollars a year, like to stay in L.A. Yeah, I feel like they're gonna pay him like league men, but LeBron's be like, hey, but here's this movie contract for saying two lines. Here's a hundred million over under half championship for LeBron career in in L.A. career half half. What do you mean? Like, is he going to get one more? Oh, <laughs> like, he, he already has them. No, I don't, no, 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 those are flukes. No, so do you think he's going to get one more? I don't see why not. I think the Clippers are their only stiff competition in the West this year. I think Denver, Utah, Dallas, Phoenix somehow are right up there with them on competition this year but i i think the lakers i mean the lakers are six and one they've won six games in a row it's early it I'm, is early that, that's yeah. why it, it, everything is small sample size so far but their one loss was on opening night and they were clicking at first and then just sort of fell apart and i don't know if that was just tired legs finally getting out there again on the court but i'm uh, just i'm i guess i'm just such a hater so i don't want to ever see him win another one again i mean same but but i also like okay so it's early i could totally see one of them getting hurt they're both, or LeBron's like 65 years old. Anthony Davis is made of glass. Yeah. I room for Anthony Davis, but not LeBron. Yeah, I mean, it's AD. Oh, dude, so. I hope LeBron gets hurt. AD wins the championship. <laughs> that would be so great. Oh, wow. Touchdown. Raiders. With a minute left. We're going to have ourselves an old-fashioned ball game here. All right. Let's get off to our third question of the NBA before we start getting into some locks of the week. For college football, what's the third question? Third question, Brennan. Yes. You have been posting that you are up 
a couple units. Just, just a lot of Action it. Network, follow him there. He's been tweeting it out. I don't know what your tag is. I'm guessing it's just the B-King. Yeah, it's, like that. I think it's just my name, actually. We I'll, can find I'll that. tweet it out again. I, oh, yeah, it's Brennan underscore Keneally. Yeah. You've been off to a great start. At one point, you were 21-4, and four, I think, to begin the season. For NBA, yeah. For M- NBA. And I think it's where I'm kind of going to tail off this last NBA question. Is... These are against the spread bets, over-unders, uh, Clippers minus five. These are straight-up bets. How are you off to a 21-4 start? What are you – like, how are you profiting off the early season lines? Like, I mean, yeah. if I tried doing this, NBA <laughs> betting, I'd be like, oh, I, I, I don't know where I'd begin. Yeah. I would be like – So, I mean, it did start off great. I was 21-4. and four. Over the past, I think, two or three days, I've gone 4-9-2, and two, so – Life catches up with you. Your model. You got to update your model. Exactly. Yeah, that's all it is. The numbers aren't... They're not clicking each other in the right ways. So, so I'm down to 25-13-2 to start the year, which I'll take. Not bad. I'll take. I'll happily take that. What is that percent? Um, Almost half. Or almost 66%. I think it's like 64.5 or something. That makes you a good better. Yeah. So anything over, what, 51.52.4 is profitable? Yeah, I think so. Like 55 is really good. Yeah. Yeah. So, and a couple of those were live bets on opening night just because I missed NBA. And so I was betting on the Raptors against the Pelicans because somehow the Pelicans kept staying in that game and the Raptors looked like the better team. And we got into that a couple weeks ago about how to decipher when to live bet. And it's a lot of eye tests and a lot of, okay, how's the how's the team reacting to like certain things that happen? If an injury happens right away before the books are able to update it, like hop on that real quick. Um, a lot of different things. But early season, I've really just been targeting the lower valued team names, if that makes sense. It's teams that have sort of struggled over the past couple of years that have been putting up decent numbers. Um and that's the Dallas Mavericks and the Memphis Grizzlies I've been really targeting. This is, um, interrupt you, Yeah. this is why I would suck at it. Because I would literally look at it and be like, oh, the Rockets are always really good. Mm-hmm. Or the Warriors are always really good. And I would pick those teams. I would pick like, well, I guess, oh, for the Spurs. I would pick the Spurs like, oh, they're a good team. Yep. They are one of the worst teams in the spread this year. I think they're like one in, what's the record? Uh, one in... Five and three overall, so one and They're seven. They're one and seven spread. spread, or two and six. Yeah, and that's I mean that's like I've I'm, been betting I'm on the Grizzlies names. I I would pick the NBA how I pick college football, which actually <laughs> decently last week. Yeah, but I pick off names. Oh, I mean that's yeah, and you go off of team colors and mascots and stuff like that. Jersey, yeah, what city they're at? What kind of? What's <laughs> what did Zach put on that? That oh, the red and the gold is really cool for the 49ers. I like their costumes. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, a lot of it, yeah, I've been betting on the Lakers a lot, too. Um, they they were only favored by a point and a half on the road against the Spurs, so I got both Moneyline and Lakers minus one and a half on that. Milwaukee's also been pretty generous so far this year, too. Um, I had a pretty decent payout the other day on um, the Bucks were favored by six on the road against Minnesota, who hasn't been playing well, and Carl Anthony Towns was suspended. So, pay attention to when players are suspended, when players are out, if Kawhi is going to be out for a game on a back-to-back. Pay attention to which one that is. Um, Zach, who is no longer with us, RIP in peace. No, he's not actually dead, though. Um, he just He's dead to us. Depending on this game, you might be. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, that kicker shanked the extra point, so we might not be hearing from Zach if they Oh, if dude, they win. this is Phil Rivers down a score late in the game. <laughs> Every week, the Chargers are like this. Love it. Um, 
so yeah, pay attention to things like that. It's I mean, Zach was able to get I think he got bucks plus one against uh bucks plus one against the Clippers. Um and then by game time the Clipper or no. Yeah, Bucks plus one and by game time the Bucks were favored by seven. So he that's an eight point swing. That's huge in the NBA. Yeah. So he was able to cover his bet on that because I believe the Bucks won outright. But it's it's paying attention to stuff like that. Um, pay attention to teams that are not doing great on defense. So Houston, the overs have been hitting overs. a lot lately. Yeah. yeah, I mean last night the Warriors and the Rockets hit the over. Um, the Houston and Washington game was one fifty nine to one fifty eight. Oh like yeah, it didn't go to overtime. Pay attention to trends like that. It's teams that aren't playing much defense that have prolific offenses with James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Hey, guess what? They're going to put up points. Imagine that. Um, The Heat have also been doing pretty well for me so far. And what's one other team that's been doing good to keep an eye on? Uh, Uh, Toronto is the other one. that Toronto. That was mostly on opening night that I was hammering them. But yeah, so just keep an eye on Dallas, uh, Milwaukee, the Lakers right now. The Lakers could be a little bit compromised, however, um, with the books. That's going to start catching up. But anytime that there's a line that looks appealing to the Lakers, I'm not afraid to hammer it. Um, But that is something that I'm... Are the Lakers your Ohio State for me? What do you mean? Ohio State minus 37, you got to hammer that? No, I don't... (laughs) No, Not, not like that, but... I mean, Lakers against a very inferior opponent. If they're playing the Kings, if they're playing the Pelicans, the Warriors, um, just you know, just go after that. But don't don't be compromised. Try to get it at an opening line. A lot of the lines have been opening at like eight and closing at thirteen and a half. <clears throat> get it at eight. Don't Jeez. don't wait around for them to be able to change it to thirteen and a half. Like that's just that's bizarre. So you just got to play it smart and. Another one that, you know, college basketball just recently started, um, University of Arizona. They're number 17, I think, in the nation to start the season. Mm-hmm. They're going to be a great team. They have Chase Jeter. They have Nico Mannion. They have their big man. Like, they have a star point guard. They have the makings of being a good team. And Nico Mannion's going to have draft capital, which is why it's not going to be great for U of A unless they're able to get better recruits over future years, but they're not going to have a fourth-year senior in him. So they're going to be playing him as many minutes as they can. They're going to get all they can out of him. Chase Jeter coming off an injury, transferred from Duke. Great player. Um, he's going to be fun to watch this year, too. Unfortunately, he's on Arizona, so as an ASU fan, it's going to suck. But they're going to be really good. As an ASU fan, it yep. kind of hurts me to say this, but I really like when U of A is good at basketball. Why? It. It's I one of the blue like, collars. I think one of the blue collars, yeah. And like yeah. growing up, like I always like would pick like U of A in my brackets that would go pretty far. <clears throat> yep. Their logo, it's just tough to say, but like the A, it looks clean. Yep. And I think just basketball wise, I like when they're good. Oh yeah, I mean it makes and the, it, and it, it, it makes the makes, whole sport better. It makes better. all the better when ASU, if the ASU can beat them if they're ranked high. Oh yeah. My um, freshman year, they were number two in ASU beat them. We got to storm the court, so I'll happily take that. Let the let the kiddos storm the court. But I think it is goes back to like a little bit of like the blue collar thing, especially now. Like just I want it back to pack, and so they haven't had really the last yeah. year like two teams make tournament. That uh, three. So then two that actually made the yeah, rounds. That actually, one. Yeah. <laughs> well, ASU made the round of sixty four at least. Gosh. But 
So I, I like seeing them do good. Yeah, I mean, it is good for the Pac-12. There's a lot of buzz going around right now that um, some of the other conferences are taking a dip, and the Pac-12 has a pretty decent chance of getting four or five teams in the tournament this year, which would be great. And that's not looking at Arizona State, who has a pretty decent return of players, too. And I think that they can make a decent push. Um, they don't have too tough of an out-of-conference ske- uh, out schedule. They do play number 20 St. Mary's, who beat Wisconsin on their opening night. Um, but that's pretty much their only difficult opponent in non-conference. But I'm just excited college basketball is back. It, uh, they it, play tomorrow night, right? Yeah, they play in China against Colorado, who's a Pac-12 opponent in a non-conference game. That game is non-conference? It's non-conference. It's a non-conference conference game. Okay. So it's sort of like how, uh, what was it, North Carolina played against... There was some college football game this year that was a non-conference conference game. Because it was like a, technically a rivalry, but they're on opposite sides of the division in the ACC or one of those East Coast conferences. Um, so they don't play each other every year. So they play each other once every seven or eight years, and they're like, nah, we don't like this. Our fans want us to play against each other. We're going to play. You lost to Buffalo last year? I yeah. forgot about that game. Yeah, that was not a good game. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, Juve, go after them early. Uh, Kentucky's going to be elite this year. They might be my pick to win the championship if we're playing that game early season here. Um, Also, Louisville. I think Louisville is the best team in the ACC this year. Um, I think that they're going to be pretty darn decent. I'm going to pull up the top 25 and give you guys the 2020 basketball champion. Oh, yeah. You want winners, all right. I like Maryland. Yeah, Maryland's going to be Go tough Terps. on defense again. Well, there's your uh, late game Philip Rivers interception that seals the deal for another team. Oh no, actually they have three timeouts. Um, oh, interesting. And the Maryland. people downstairs from us, their stream is about ten seconds behind us because they just started freaking out too. I'm going to go Maryland over. Ooh. Are you going ACC, or what are you going here? I'm picking the championship game right now. Maryland over Purdue. Maryland over Purdue. You heard it here first. All yeah, right. That will be a three-verse-four matchup. Ooh. So, yeah. sorry to bust your bracket early. Yeah, sorry. I hate to see it, but... That's, that's my college basketball analysis. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's transition to something that we have a little bit better analysis on, yeah. and that's college football. Um, do you want to talk at all about your picks from last week, or do you just want to jump straight into this week's picks? I forget my picks from last week. You forget your picks from last week? I'm trying to... I feel like... I did well, but... I didn't bet on anything last week. I was sad. Let me see what I had. I did poorly the week before. ASU lost to UCLA, and then we didn't have our show, so I didn't bet on anything in college football last weekend. Um, I had, I don't, I don't, or I got to my job last weekend at nighttime and my manager who went to Oregon had the Oregon USC game on and I forgot that it was Saturday. I, really? I didn't realize that there was college football on. Like, I mean, working in showbiz, man, like their off days are like Monday, Tuesday. Okay. So I have, remember one of my picks that I want to talk about. Yeah. Texas sucks. Texas is so not bad. back. Okay, I want to say this too, and I don't know if I have a pick this week. If I do, I'll save it. I'll save it. But it's off one of my picks from last week. Ooh. This team is back. 
Ooh. And they've got some fire under their booties. Ooh, lighting that fire. Dude, every time somebody says lighting the fire under their butt, I always think of that scene in Dumb and Dumber when he has the lighter, and he, or Lloyd, he puts the lighter up between his butt, and mm. then he farts, and then it looks like a flamethrower. I thought that was the funniest thing when I was like five, and I think it's the funniest thing when I'm 24. Um, I'll get to my first pick here for college football. I'm going to go with potentially one of the biggest games of the week. And then you're going to get into what the biggest game of the week is yes, next. Yes, I um, love your pick. I already love your pick. I'm going to go with Penn State. They're favored by six and a half on the road against Minnesota. But Bernie Minnesota is undefeated. Both of these teams are 8-0. Let me read off to you what the Minnesota Golden... Are they Golden Gophers? Golden Gophers. Yeah. What the Golden Gophers' schedule has looked like so far this year. And yes, <laughs> they played the exact same teams as the New England Patriots. Um, week 1, South Dakota State. Yes, good FCS team. Win by 7. At Fresno State, who's 4-4 four and four this year. Not as great as Fresno State's been over the past decade. They win in double overtime by 3. They beat Georgia Southern. Another no-name... I mean, Georgia Southern's been playing decent football lately, but still, you need to be beating them by a lot if you're in the Big Ten and want to be a ranked team. Beat them by three. At Purdue, beat them by seven. Illinois, who's bad this year except for when they play against Wisconsin. Hilarious. Beat them by 23. So sad. Nebraska. Hope's already dashed for Nebraska. Yes, they beat them by 27. Dude, Nebraska this year. What a... I mean, their last four games, that has been a little bit of an upturn. But yeah, Nebraska's fallen off. You call it upturn when you play Rutgers? Yeah, I mean... At least they're beating them, though. Well, they beat Illinois by 23. They beat Nebraska by 27. They beat Rutgers by 35. And they beat Maryland by 42. They're they're beating the crap out of their bad opponents, which is good. Yes, which is what you need to do. But those last four opponents have given them nothing. And... Now that they have to play against the number four team in the nation in Penn State, and Penn State, who's beaten a ranked at Iowa and beaten Michigan by seven yeah, at home, there's, and then went on the road to Michigan State and won by twenty-one. Like this Penn State team has been tried and trusted all year. They're beating the good teams, yes, narrowly, but they're also, I mean, beat Maryland by fifty-nine. They beat Purdue by twenty-eight. Like common opponents, they're beating by more. Plus, yeah, the road win at Iowa, tough game. Road game at Michigan State, never easy to win there. But at Minnesota, I think think, Penn State can handle that, man. I I think think they uh, can handle them. I think Minnesota's a really good team because you – they're a really good team because they are beating every single opponent. Like, they're better than – like, and I just use Arizona State because I know them well. They're better than them because Arizona State, if they were a good team, they would beat the teams they should beat, like a Colorado and a UCLA. Minnesota's beating those teams, but I don't think that they're at the level where they're going to be a ranked team. No. Or much less a number. But you can't not rank a yeah. Power 5 team who's 8-0. You they, know, they, it, because when they lose to Penn State and Ohio State, they'll be, what, like 10-2 and two after yeah. it's all said and Which, done? That's great a good like, top 20 yeah. team. Like, okay, yeah, you, you beat would the bad never opponents. guessed Minnesota would do that. Yeah. Like, shout out to them for that. And it's, what, 6.5? <laughs> yeah. I like that. If this game was next week, I would be wary on taking it because Penn State plays... Ohio State in three weeks, but it's not next week. They can focus on Minnesota this week. They have Indiana next week. They can focus on that game, or that might be the trap game there with the focus on Ohio State the next week. But by having Minnesota and Ohio State separate like that, I think Penn State's a pretty good lock right here. Um, Yeah, so Penn State minus 6.5 at Minnesota. All right. 
into my lock. It is the game of the week. It is number two LSU at number three Alabama, according Oof. to the first college football playoff rankings that came out Tuesday. Very it's weird they didn't rank ASU. <laughs> really weird. Um, this game, I don't like this pick, but I'm picking it because I don't like picking the other side. And I just figured that, you know, reverse yep. logic. But LSU plus six and a half. I mean, there's not really a lot I can say about this game. That LSU team is good, too. This, I almost wanted to pick the over because it's a bad year for Bama defense, I think. Mm -hmm. They're scoring a lot of points. Bama's offense is great. LSU offense is great. LSU defense isn't as great. This game's going to be so good. But I messed that up last time we made picks (laughs) when I had, like, uh, Auburn and somebody else under. I think it was Auburn. Florida? No. That was Auburn and SEC Georgia. Yes, I had that under. Didn't yeah, work. No, so I'm not going to touch the over under. <laughs> but I do think it's going to be a really good game. It's at uh, Tuscaloosa, which scares me a little bit. Bryant, Danny, and I want to pick Alabama more, but because I want to pick them, I'm going to just take the opposite <laughs> <laughs> and go LSU. Hey, seemed logical. Man. Six and a half. It's not a nighttime Wait, game in Alabama. It seems logical. <laughs> Ooh. Heard it here first. That was a bad one. <laughs> I And I don't know. I like Joe Burrow a lot. He's obviously the number one Heisman contender right now. We all know it. There's no one else even close. So I, I it's going to be a high scoring. I think it's going to be like a 35 to 30 game. Yep. I think Bam is going to win, but I think it's going to be close. Ooh, close game. I'm good with it. That's going to be a fun one right there. I think 12.30, that's perfect. Oh, yeah. I don't think I... What time do you work? I get off work at noon, and then I don't go into work until... 4. I can watch that game. You're going to have to point watch the end in your car. I'll watch when LC's up by 40. (laughs) And then I'll turn it off. Um, So I'm going to talk about the... the second quarter. Yeah. So I'm going to... Ooh, Zach is already online after that Raiders win. Wow. Slaw bunnies, what does that mean? Um, <laughs> so, I'm going to talk about the real game of the week. The Arizona State Sun Devils, favored by one and a half, at home against the United, no, United States, <laughs> University of Southern California. United States, California. <laughs> the University of Spoiled Children. The Trojans are not good. Arizona State's been frustrating. They're coming off of a Also loss. not good. <laughs> They're not bad. Neither of one of these teams are great. Neither of them are great, but ASU is coming off of a loss, going into a bye week. They've had a week and a half to prep for USC. I think that they're going to come home. The fans will be there. It's a game on national... Like, the fact that this is the one that's on national television. The game where ASU and Utah, which, great, I'm glad that that wasn't on national television. It's actually doing us a favor. I take back everything that's about the Pac-12 network. I love it. I don't want to see ASU play. Thank you. But now we get to see ASU beat USC on national television. This is going to be on the small TV for me. I'm having Alabama, (laughs) LSU, big TV. Small TV is going to be... It kicks uh, off at the exact same exact time. same time. Yeah, so this is actually a great hide game because if we do lose, it's like, oh no, everyone yeah, was watching nobody this game. was watching it. But and if we win, we can complain about it. Let's make sure that our game goes a little bit longer than LSU for winning. That way, people are like, oh crap, there's no other good games on until five. Uh-huh. Oh, ASU's on. Oh, they're up by three right now. Oh cool. wait, we have to watch this garbage time. ASU's up by forty. Oh points. wow, look Dang. at that. So yeah, I, I got the voters. <laughs> so I got ASU minus one and a half against. United States Central 
Trojans. I'll be very honest. When I was looking for games this week, yep. I saw that and skipped it quicker than I could say, hey, there's ASU. <laughs> I don't want to touch this ASU at all. It's just it's too, too close. <laughs> um, I don't trust them. I, I'm waiting for U of A week. Yeah, that's coming up soon. All right. My second lock, and this one is a no-brainer. It is Purdue plus two and a half at Northwestern. Uh, hmm. Just to go back one week, Purdue just beat uh, that feisty Nebraska team that had all the hopes and dreams by four. Northwestern lost to Indiana 34-3. to Is that good? It's not great. Okay. Northwestern sucks. I don't know how far <laughs> back in the schedule I have to go to find their win. Um, Probably week one. It's week nobody. Four, week three. Their one win this year was versus UNLV. So this team is one in seven, I think. Jeez. And they're favored to beat Purdue, who Purdue had high hopes going into the season. Didn't really pan out the way they wanted to. Had some tough losses at TCU. Or that may have been in Purdue. They lost to TCU. But Drew Brees had a sweet locker room speech. Ooh. Their head coach had a great locker room speech. One of my, my coworkers who went there said I'd run through a brick wall for this guy. Oh. And then I Heard it here first. I sent him the, the picture of uh, is it Eastern Michigan. Do you remember that? When they had yes. the brick wall and they were trying to hammer down, like, this is the live look at you trying to get through a brick wall. <laughs> <laughs> this this is you. Uh, early game, 9, uh, 9 o'clock Pacific, start time, Big Ten Network, if you have it, give it a watch. If you don't want to watch Penn State, Minnesota for some reason, <laughs> then realize it at the same time. Yeah, probably going to watch that one. I'm going to watch that one, too. But Purdue's going to, you know, this is a nice bet, because you can place this one, watch good football, Penn State, Minnesota, watch... The Penn State mm-hmm. minus six and a half cover easy. Oh, easy. And then easy. you can check the score on this. It's like, oh. Quit, up, quit your nine to five because you put the mortgage 20, on these bets. 24 and... to three because Northwestern, uh, or Purdue muffed the punt, and that's the only way Northwestern scores. Northwestern, Northwestern, Northwestern. Did you know? Okay, so JJ, or, you know, the wide receiver from Stanford last year gets drafted to the Eagles, right? Who is it? JJ Arcega Whiteside. Yeah. He came out the other day and he's like, no, no, no. It's pronounced Arcega. I think we talked about it. It's Spanish. It's our thing. I was yeah, like, but it sounds like he has a lift. Like <laughs> it was my blood. It was my Spanish blood. Barcelona. I love it. Northwestern. Northwest. Yeah, that was <laughs> Northwestern sucks. Purdue easy win. Easy peasy. Almost as easy. Actually, you know what? Money. I, you can money line that because Northwestern's not going to win this game. Oh, you're yeah. going to get better. It'll be like plus 120, 130. Money line. Easy money. Change that. For the, the books. I don't know how y'all do that 9 to 5-ish. Moneyline Purdue. Oh, yeah. Lock number two. What a do, boo. What a do, boo. Um, that game's almost as easy as my last lock. Oh, my football. God. That's the spread? The spread in the Nevada-San Diego State game is 17 points. I'm going to take Nevada in those 17 points. Yes and please. I think San Diego State wins this game outright. They haven't beaten an opponent by more than 17 points since week three. They beat New Mexico State, who is bad, by four points. Or sorry, by 21 points. So they covered that by four if they were going for 17. They beat UNLV, who is bad, by three points. San Jose State, who's not great, by 10 points. They're not beating teams by a lot. Their offense is run first. Their defense is grinding it out. It's Rocky Long-style football. They're not going to put up 30, 40-ish points against Nevada. The, they're basically saying the score of this game, just by going over-under, yep. 
is going to be about 29 to 12. Yep. So you basically need one touchdown by Nevada, and you're already like, I'm about to win you're this. You're probably going to cover, because yeah. San Diego State's not They're not scoring offense. 30 points. They've only scored over 30 points once this entire season. And that was, yeah, at New Mexico, yeah, at New Mexico State in week three. So I don't see them scoring enough to be able to cover that spread. I'm happy for San Diego State fans because they are actually going to have their game on ESPN2, which is good because usually they're hiding on CBS Sports Network or Facebook. They've had two games broadcast only on Facebook so far this year. San Diego State? San Diego State, yes. Oh my god. So their next two games are on ESPN2. They play against Nevada this week and and then Fresno State next weekend. San Diego State's ranked. They're ranked number 24 in the nation. Um, they're hanging around. They're going to... They're, in the running right now for a New Year's Six Bowl. Which I have is a great. factoid for you when you're done. Tell me your factoid. Last time Nevada played a ranked team. Yep. 77 to 6. That was also Oregon. Well, just. Their quarterback is a little bit better than Ryan Agnew <laughs> and Justin Herbert. Just, so. Just a fact. Yeah, I mean, just it is a fact. fact. So there is that, that, that risk that San Diego State could put up 77 points. Yep. But I'm taking the battle I'm plus gonna, 17. I would bet my life savings and your life savings and, yeah, no, that's all. I, I have like $12. So we're this betting your life savings. This is one of those actually where, okay, the money line, I'm looking at it right now. The money line's a minus 1100 I would be like, oh, I'll just put down 50 bucks to win back, damn, two? Two. Two dollars. <laughs> No, I wouldn't put down anything. I'd else. rather put fifty bucks on Nevada and then pay for my rent for the next like year. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, this is one of those games where like I like the even the money line minus eleven hundred. If I tried to do a, a grand down and win back basically like eighty bucks, Nevada could win straight up. That's oh, yeah. how close I think this game's gonna be. Yeah. So that's how SEC plays their games. It's if they get a lead early, then they're just gonna run the ball and they're just grinding out first downs. They're not opening up the playbook. Dollar and- Tree Stanford. Very much so. Great offensive line play. Love watching those teams. Play. Great. Oh yeah, it's beautiful football for people who actually enjoy like that style of football. You know? I like that because there are a lot of people who don't, and they love the Patrick Mahomes air raid style offense. And more power to them. And that's why we have different versions of football. And that's why college football is so great with triple options and air raid and West Coast offense, and then ground and pound. And it's very Big Ten style of football, very Stanford style of football in San Diego State, and Hey, they're seven and one. They're sitting pretty right now. Mm-hmm. They are on the inside track to being in the Mountain West Championship game and having a chance to beat Boise State and that to go to a New Year's Six Bowl. So, because that's a me loss last week. That's in the air right now. Wait, so what are the rankings? Because what about Notre Dame? Aren't they technically? Uh, they. I don't think that they're because they're independent. They're not group of five. That's how they do it? Yeah, it's it. one of the New Year's Six Bowl. Oh, group of five is one of those five conferences. Yeah, American, okay. uh, Yeah, because I guess West. Notre Dame, you got to go undefeated to just have a chance or lose once. Yeah. Yeah, okay. they would be in a New Year's Six Bowl every year if that's the case. But, yeah. Um, okay, that makes sense. Because then it's what, Cincinnati? Ooh, Memphis. Yeah, Memphis is up there. Oh, so they actually got competition because Cincinnati and Memphis could win out and they could get it. Either way, you're right. They definitely have a shot. Yeah. And, I mean, they're playing good football right now, but I still don't think that they cover a 17-point spread. Um, oh, they're not even ranked in the playoff. That's why I can't find them. Mm. They're chasing. They got a SMU still above them. Yeah, but well, if I they're able to play, in, 
play Boise in the Mountain West Championship game, they'll probably pass over SMU. But there's still four more games to play until then. But let's jump into your final lock of college football. Real quick, though, the American Athletics got, like, four top 20, 20 to 25 teams. They have Cincinnati, Navy, Memphis, and SMU. And UCF isn't even one of them. That's hilarious. So that I could very well easily see that group of five team coming from there. Yeah, as um, it has the past few years with UCF. All right, so I kind of hinted at this team in my uh, previous last week's lock. I think it was uh, Clemson minus like 30-something to beat. In, or no, this Okay, so this week, Clemson minus 31.5 at NC State. They are back. They covered <laughs> 35 points last week. 31.5 Never easy. doubt. They're ranked five in the college football playoff. I'm sure those players and everyone, especially coming after a big win, like, pissed. okay, we just got our big win. They're undefeated still, yet you have a team like Penn State, who I guess they've played well, better teams. I don't argue that I think as long as Clemson wins this week, they'll be in the top four next week with LSU or Bama falling out. Yeah. They'll Unless be, that's like a seven overtime game. Like, that's, I, I, think, I still don't even think they I don't think, okay, I think number five is a fair rank for them, but it's still enough to be like, we're defending champions and you're not going to rank us in the playoff to start yeah. the playoff. We've gone to the championship game three years in a row and you're not going to rank we, us in the first. We're bringing back the quarterback who basically won it for us last year. Yeah. Yeah, they had one shaky game, and yeah, they haven't looked super great. gorgeous lettuce up top of that head. Come on. But Clemson's back. I think, especially with, like, I think the rank is going to be enough fire, but they already had a big win last week. I think they're going to start really getting them tried. Yeah. So I think that uh, that North Carolina game was a good good turning point for them. Yeah. Especially to escape without a loss, because had this team lost, I could very well see... Uh, an Oklahoma undefeated beat Texas twice or whoever they have to yep. play in the championship over Clemson yep. in the playoff. True. So, Clemson... Because, I mean, yeah, in the ACC, it's such a trash conference that you have to you have sweep. To. Like, other than Virginia, there's not really any team in that conference that's making any sort of run this year. I mean, Miami started the year ranked, but they're bad. They're not playing good football. I think they're 5-3 and three or 4-4 four and four now, and... I mean, Virginia is the only viable threat in the entire ACC. And I think they're the only ranked team, right? Clemson and uh, Virginia, or is Virginia not ranked? Virginia's anymore? not ranked. So I mean, they. I think Virginia was up to like eighteen at one point, but they're in the in the AP. They're like past thirty four. I'm uh, guessing they must they, have lost they're receiving one vote for twenty five. Yeesh. So, yeah, that's our uh, college football locks of the week. Uh, just to recap it. Penn State minus six and a half, LSU plus six and a half, Arizona State minus one and a half, Purdue plus two and a half, Nevada plus seventeen. Do you say Nevada or Nevada? Nevada. Nevada. As a resident, former oh, resident, yeah. is Nevada. Shout to you. Yeah. Uh, and then Clemson minus thirty-one and a half. Uh, we're gonna get into some NFL locks now. For it's already week ten. I freaking hate how fast the NFL season goes in college football too, but. It's for NFL, sad. it's like I'm sitting around waiting for eight months for for football season to start. I'm listening to podcasts, I'm reading articles, I'm doing fantasy football research, and it's like I I sleep for like ten seconds, and boom, we're already in week ten. It I think sucks. What, what sucks is I realize how much I don't do on the weekends once football season ends because it's like so much. Oh, what are your plans out? Like, oh, the bunch of football on. Like, oh, cool, this guy's got hobbies. Yeah, right. <laughs> once there's not sports, like we're on Saturday, it's like. 
well, I can't just day drink to nothing. Yeah, like, what the heck? What do we do? I can't do? just order wings and pizza. Don't don't scare me about those thoughts yet. I don't want to think about dust collecting. That's future us for problem. Freaking A, man. Uh, give, me the, give me the after season scaries. But not as scared as the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be feeling on Saturday night going into their game on Ooh. Sunday. They take on the Los Angeles Rams, who are three and a half point road favorites. The Rams are in third place in the NFC West. They're on the outside looking in for the playoffs right now. And their last three games have all been cupcake, let's get ready for yep. Sunday Night Football. Exactly. And the Rams and the Steelers, I mean, they're both heading in the right direction as of now. Didn't the Rams, the Rams won, or they were on bye last week. Bye last week. you check week. week eight for me? I want to say beat the Bengals yeah. by fourteen. Beat the Bengals by fourteen, but their defense finally looked decent. Um, Jalen Ramsey is starting to form into his own with that defense. Todd Gurley is still not given the, being given the ball. They're saving him for the playoffs. But hey, uh, hey, Sean McVay, you guys might want to make. Playoffs. You guys aren't in the playoffs right now, so you might have to turn that up a notch to be able to get there. I think that they might have been able to reallocate what they're going to be doing on their offensive side of the ball during their bye week last week. And I can see them beating them by double digits, but I'll take the three and a half points going the other way. Um, With the Rams, minus three and a half um, in Pittsburgh. I like it. Pittsburgh defense scares me a little bit. But I don't think it's going to be enough. I think their offense is not great, and Rams yeah. will be able to at least put up three, four touchdowns. I mean, Brandon Cooks being out does hurt. Um, he suffered his fifth concussion since joining the NFL. Um, Josh Reynolds stepped up, played well in his spot in Week 8. Um, Gerald Everett was sort of, He was going off, um, especially for tight end. The tight end landscape in the NFL is a little weak right now. But... <laughs> And that's, yeah, an understatement. picked up some dude named Dawson. Oh, yeah. Bill's the Bills. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Gerald Everett sort of, I was expecting him to pick up more of the slack when Brandon Cooks did get hurt. But I want to say he had, like, an 18 or 20% snap rate in that game. And that doesn't make any sense at all when your underneath guy gets hurt and you bench your tight end, essentially. So, interesting developments. I feel like they're going to be able to figure stuff out on that Rams offense um, that's been kind of struggling. And they have they have a chance to pick up ground in the NFC West this week with the Niners playing the Seahawks on Monday night. Um, so, if with a win this week, they'll be able to pick up a game on one of those two teams ahead of them, which is essential right now. Love it. Thanks. My I thought st- long and hard about it. <laughs> Did you? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Heard it here first. <laughs> All right, my first lock is an easy one. Bears Lions under forty two. Yep, under forty two. I don't know who on these teams is scoring points. It's certainly not going to be the Bears. Bears can't score against anybody. Their past two weeks, when all the kind of a lot more of their drama has came about, they've scored sixteen points at home versus Chargers, and then fourteen on the road against an Eagles team that I think has a pretty terrible defense. Yeah. Um, they were able to score 25 against the Saints, but that was garbage. I time. think 13 or 14 of those points came in the last bit of the game when Fif- the Saints defense wasn't even playing. 15 like, minutes came in the last two and a half minutes. 15 points came in the last yeah. two and a half minutes. So outside of that, that's 
20, it's 40 points in three games. So they're they're not going to score. No. Lions are the only thing that scares me, but the fact that the Bears are favored means Vegas likes the Bears to win. Yep. So the Bears secondary has been just shutting people down on the outside, and Stafford's been turning it on since on Johnson got hurt, but when you have to go up against the Bears defense, mm-hmm. I mean, their rush defense hasn't been as dominant. Um, Cleo Max been a little banged up over the past few weeks, too, so that's something to watch for, but... I mean, I still think that the under hits in this game. And I think this logic is actually going to work out really well in my favor. Vegas thinks Bears are going to win. Vegas is smart. They made all those buildings. They And they keep all the lights on those all, buildings. They have a lot of money. Yeah. So they, the Bears are going to win this game, and the Bears can't score. That means the Bears win this game 17-13? to 13? Yep. Under. Oh, wait. That's under 42. Is that under 42? Yeah, that's 30. That's, Let me that's under 42. Round up. Carry the one, one plus one plus one. That's three. That's 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 thirty. Yeah, thirty points. So look at that. Under, under forty-two. I win. Vegas wins. Everybody's happy. You guys win. Yep. So who's losing? The Lions. Well, the Lions. Oh, the Lions. Win. Yeah. Well, that's if you're a Lions fan, you're going. You to already season, lost. You know you lost. They're waiting for Thanksgiving where they have an excuse to get away from their family. Oh, we're undefeated. We're two zero and one. Sorry, the NFL doesn't want you to win. They wanted the Packers to win. Which speaking of. I have an underpick for the week as well. I have under 47 in Packers-Panthers. Um, I'm not extremely confident on this pick. This might be my least confident of my NFL locks. But the Packers offense was shut down last weekend in a home game in L.A. I'll say it like that. Um, scored 11 points against the Chargers, who, hey, they just gave up 26 to the Raiders. Like Chargers defense is solid, but... Chargers are not good. The Chargers I don't know how find a way to that. lose, but they can beat the Packers. I don't know. That's so sad. Which worries me about the Packers moving forward. Devontae Adams is starting to get more at, more relevant in the passing game. He just came back last week. He had 11 targets, um, which was great, but I think he only had four catches. So they got to start figuring that out again, regaining that chemistry on the outside. Um, outside of Devontae Adams, they don't have much going on in that receiving core. Um Marquez Valdez-Scantling is a good deep threat, but if they don't hit on one of the two or three deep balls to him, he's sort of a non-threat out there. And Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams are splitting time. Jamal Williams has scored receiving touchdowns, I think, in the last four games now out of the backfield, which he's not going to do that again. Um, The Panthers have Christian McCaffrey. Great. But they also have Kyle Allen, so... They're not putting up big points. He's a game manager. If they Long get up to a, yeah, if they get up to a lead, they're just gonna be running the football. Same with the Packers. Get up to a lead, they're just gonna be running the football. So I can see this game hitting the under forty-seven. It's pretty high over under for the week too. Um, so I'll take the under. If you can try to get it at forty-seven and a half, that'd be decent too. Try to get that. I love it. Well, I love under forty-seven is gonna win. But if you get under 47 and a half, it's like, oh, congrats on finding a yeah. good line. But I just don't want I just don't want the push, you know. But Brennan's under 47 is gonna win. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. It's just like, oh, it's a nice to have. Yeah. To just so you can tell your friends, oh, I had But them. also if you guys get at 47 and a half, the two teams are gonna check my bets before the game and be like, all right, 27 to 20. Let's get all these other people money, but not Brendan. Here's what will happen is the point total is gonna be at 44. Uh they're going for a game winning field goal. The guy who has under 47 and a half knows he's gonna win outright. We're all going to win anyway, so he's going to shake the field goal. But the guy with the half didn't have to uh, stress. Yep. That's how that happened. Lucky works. son of a guy. Everyone wins. He has a little bit less stress. Take Here for me. a good time, not a long time. 
All right. My second lock. Love these unders. Oh, yeah. We have a lot of unders for call- or for NFL. They, NFL, they just can't score points. Not like the college these guys. These guys suck. Uh, I think that I just find terrible teams. And, like, you guys aren't scoring. <laughs> right. Which leads me. <laughs> That's both of our picks. <laughs> which leads me to the Bengals and Ravens under 44 and a half. Ravens, Lamar Jackson, love him. Mm-hmm. Bengals. Ryan Finley. Who's that? That's their starting quarterback. Are you kidding me? Dead serious. <laughs> what? Not Hammer, yes, that's their starting quarter. He's making his first NFL start this week. What happened to Dalton? He's benched. I love that even more. Ryan Finley? Where's this guy from? NC State. Ooh, uh-oh. You know who else from NC State? Big Phillip Rivers. Big Phil Rivers. Yeah, only knows how to throw picks late game. Okay, well, 44 and a half. This game's going to be Ravens, probably 31, Bengals, 10. 10. Do the math. That's 41. That's, that's under. under... Yeah, that is under. Bengals, God, they're so bad. They're 0-8. They're tanking. They're actually... Are they, they're on the inside track for the one pick. There's the, no the, other winless team. So... If I'm the Bengals, I'm not scoring a point the rest of the year. They shouldn't. AJ Green was supposed to come back this week, is now out indefinitely. He had a setback, so... The Ravens, I think, too, they'll be up enough in the third quarter, but they're not going to have Lamar Jackson, and they're going to no. be... Oh, the Ravens. Because they, they so can get up like 28 nothing in the first half, and then just like, all right, we're going to run the ball and punt the ball. What the worries game. me is the Ravens getting up big, the Bengals needing to throw in the second half, and the Ravens cornerbacks consistently making plays on the wide receivers and yeah, getting either you, short fields or interceptions. But to back to up. the first point, Ryan Finley. <laughs> Who? Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, no, he's going to Also, A.J. Green, I think, didn't report for practice... He tried. Yes. He tried to practice today. His ankle swelled up. He's out indefinitely. So okay, because he's on my fans team. That makes sense. That make yeah. So yeah, AJ Green's out. They have no spark. That team's lifeless. lifeless. Ravens. I'd be surprised if Bengals score more than ten. Ravens mm-hmm. won't run the score. They're gonna just control the ball. Keep everyone uh, healthy. I don't know who they play next. Get out of there with a dub. Um, Get out of here with a win. Ravens. Oh, yeah. Next game, Ravens at home against Texans. They're not going to want to kill anybody this game. So, Division game, though. Throw everything out the window. Anything happens. Except for when it's the Except for the over. <laughs> except for the over. Yeah. Except for the over and when it's the 0-8 Bengals. Yeah. Ravens, Bengals, under 44 and a half points. Wait, can you say that again? The Just the last part again. Baltimore. No. The, the under of what? 44. And a half. So I'll also do that, but for the Jets-Giants game, um, their line is the exact same. Whoa. That was almost a seamless transition. We'll do better. That's like when you go for a high five with a buddy, and you're like, high five, and you like barely miss, and you're like, let's do that again. And then you get it on the set. That was us. We'll work on it. How would we have done the Ravens-Bengals under 44 and a half? I was just trying to get you to say under 44 and a half again. Oh, I know, but then I just want to be a, a jerk about it. and That's always fun. Great chemistry here. Yep. We're having a great time here in the uh, the good old apartment. Um, so I'm going to go under 44 and a half. Uh, you can have a great time with us in the apartment if you bet on the under. Because who the hell is going to score on these two teams? Saquon Barkley might have a day against the Jets. That's Sam about Darnold? it. Sam Darnold is bad. Who's their best receiver of the Jets? Robbie Anderson. Under. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Sterling Shepard is still hobbled. 
Uh, looks like Cody Latimer and Darius Slayton. Dude, these aren't real players. These are, if you're going to go make a Madden player and you do like just random generation Generate of a name, name, that's what pops up is Darius Slayton. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like one I, guy in 84 had that last name, so they put it in the video game and they just randomly got that one. <laughs> but this is also a big battle of whose who's house? Our house. Both teams playing the same stadium. Playing for the logo. Yeah, play, yeah, playing. I wonder if they're going to have the NFL logo in the middle for this game. Is Probably. Always? I don't know if they're going to change it for this one. I thought it it's, always was. I didn't know if it was. Because, like. I'm, I'm almost sure. positive. I'm not sure if it does for a Jets-Giants game, though. What do you? What would it be otherwise? To, like, differentiate who the home team is. But I, I, I don't know. Maybe they just stick with the shield. I thought it was always a shield. Protect the shield. Yeah, because when would it ever be the Giants logo across the middle? Oh, yeah. Why don't they have the Giants logo across the middle? Because you have to change it every time. Giants. That'd be a pretty baller move by the Giants if they have like their groundskeeping crew like go out there and do the Giants logo at midfield just so they know it's their stadium. That would be cool if they could somehow blend the two logos. Yeah, because there's for the Jets. Uh, that's a damn shame. But yeah, I got the under in that game. Under forty four and a half. This is the best part about unders is you just pick these bad teams. And you know, like there's no way they score. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think that they're going to be able to score, and that's why I didn't want to touch the line in this game. I want to say the Giants were favored by a couple, but I don't trust either of these teams. Yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen in this game. I All would... I know is that there's not going to be many points. Uh, it's yeah. I mean, fifty four degree. Oh no, like yeah, forty nine degrees around kickoff on Sunday. So. Weather could play an impact on that. Could be running the ball a lot more. Not too high of wind, but cold, cold days out there in Rutherford, New Jersey for the New York teams. Here's some mm. news we haven't talked about. Yeah. How do you feel about daylight savings? I mean, I am more of a, a night owl than an early bird. So I don't enjoy it when the sun's on my face at like 6 a.m. instead of like you know, 7 a.m., mm-hmm. but it is kind of nice because, like, I mean, it got dark today at, like, 4.30, and I was like, oh, I should probably get dinner ready here, and I still haven't eaten, but I'm, like, I'm already, like, I can go to bed sooner-ish. I feel like I get tired earlier. Yeah. Like, my body clock the is clock set off a late. little bit, and I'm like, I could go to bed right now if I wanted to, but I'm not going to because that's what a responsible adult would do. And you have to play Call of Duty. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. As soon as you leave, I'm I'm hopping on COD. Oh, I'm jealous. I'm gonna go home, take a shower, and just sleep. Dude, a, damn, a damn shame. I know. Dude, I played earlier. Oh, shout But I I like it for one reason because in San Diego it's gonna get cold. If you knew that. It was nippy today. It was nippy, but like it's the one thing that really makes me feel like it's winter time. Oh, dude, it's not. It's not gonna be cold over the next like week. I don't care if dark in the afternoon means it's winter time, and then also, <laughs> it goes up to eighty on Saturday. Oh, wow. What a, I love our weather. I yeah. love it. But then, what I like about it, I am more of a morning person, especially during the week. Mm-hmm. And so, I can get up and I drive and leave for work slash gym at like 6 o'clock. It's bright outside and there's no traffic. And it's like, this is just a nice thing in my life. I usually don't wake up for another four hours. Which is completely bonkers compared to like what my schedule was last year at this time. What was your schedule last Waking year? up at like... 3.30 in the morning to go to work. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I was home from work around the oh, time yeah, that I wake like up for work now. 3.30 to, like, what? Like like 10.30 10? or 11. Yeah. And now I'm waking up at, like, 10.30 or 11. 
and I love it. My life happiness is so much better. That's good. That's all that matters. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, wait, making more money for better sleep? Heck, mm-hmm. yeah, sign me up, boy. Do what you do that makes you happy, and oh. sleep comes with it. Boy, oh, boy. Or get paid to sleep. I literally had that discussion with a friend today where it's like, he was like, yeah, dude, I might I might move back to Philly, this and that. Like, I kind of want to just go home. Um, I was like, well, I mean, you're talented what you do. You can do, you can make money with what you do. Like, you're good wherever you're at. Just go where you're happiest. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of what I was when I was in Arizona. It's like, I was there for about six months from December to June-ish. And the whole time I was there, I, sure, I like Arizona. It's gorgeous out there. But at the same time, I was like, I just got to be back in San Diego. All my friends are there. I love it there. Better Mexican food there. Oh, God, that's... I had to do it. And Wings and Things is there. Not an ad yet, but... Uh, Yeah, I definitely always think about other cities, but you just said Mexican food. You can't. I left, and dude, I got like two burritos in Arizona the entire like six month stretch, and both of them were so disappointing. Oh no! I went to Chipotle one of the times. It was like, (laughs) okay, yeah, you. It's like I can't go anywhere. Like everything sucked out there. Have you gone to LPs yet? Yeah, and it wasn't great. You suck. LPs the best. There's nothing better than LPs. LPs is tea. Oh. El Pisano is only good when you're drunk, and I don't like to not eat true when I'm, at all. I don't I like got, to eat when I'm drunk. I not that's not true. <laughs> it's very great when you're sober. I only had it once when I was drunk, and I didn't like it. And I was like, Wait, I've I had it being sober drunk was numerous times. Hmm. It's so good. You get like, I would get it one time. I got, I think I left campus, walked to LPs, walked back to Light Stop, then went from like I basically <laughs> went away from home just to go there. And this is walking in Arizona heat. Just get this burrito. It's a dry heat. I don't care. <laughs> the burrito. God. Oh. Next time I go to Arizona. Portillo's. No, no. Portillo's in, in California. In this, in this order, it's Postino's. Oh, I'd be down for Postino's. LP's after Postino's. Then just sleep. That's yeah. All really oh, for. After the $5 pitchers, obviously. Mm. You can get LP's on your own. Shout out B-Dubs. Not an official sponsor, but they also have the $5 pitches, which are nice. Yeah, that was that was solid. But, <laughs> oh, wait. Can we each get a $5 pitcher? Oh, no. You have to have two people with that. Oh, oh but we'll just upcharge you to the uh, double size uh, that has twice as much, but you guys can still split that you one. You save a dollar. You drink more than you wanted to <laughs> and more than we we're allowed to give you. But now it's allowed. <laughs> what? Wait, that, no, that we, no we, want, we want B-Dubs as a sponsor. We can't talk crap about them. It was great. Be a sponsor. Yeah, great B-dubs. great food that day. Great. I had, what'd I get? I had, I had mozzarella sticks and I had oh, chips. Oh, man. Great food. Love B-Dubs. <laughs> Love B-Dubs. All right, I came I home have, and slept for like three hours after that. I didn't. I drank coffee because I thought you guys were coming over. I know. I wanted to, dude. I was so tired. But then... I put on Red Zone and I probably fell asleep within two minutes and I woke up like three hours later. It was dark out. And it was just like the red zone stream had ended. And it was just that same like refreshing screen. All right. I have one more lock. A nightmare. One more lock. All right. What's your last lock of the week? Bills plus three at Cleveland. Cleveland sucks. How are the Bills underdogs? What does Vegas know that we don't know? Cleveland. Ugh. Everyone loves Cleveland. That line makes me so nervous though where it's like, what the hell do they know? Nothing. It's it's everybody betting Cleveland. They have to get make it. Bad for Cleveland because everyone's gonna be betting Cleveland. True. I want to actually go on Action uh, Network Dude, app. The, I bet it's like seventy percent of people are on the Bills, but the money is probably 
Well, once the uh, mine's about to switch after they release this podcast. True. Uh, it is seventy-two percent on Buffalo. Wow. We are right. Yeah. All right. So roll with the public. Bills don't, Mafia. Don't fade the public. Go jump onto some folding tables. Um, do you ever see like the videos of like when a baby? It comes into the world, and that's like the Bills fans, and they're like, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we're christening them into Bills Mafia, and they like drop them on like little paper plates, but they make it look like it's a table, uh. and it's like <laughs> it's just very gentle, but it's like, oh yes, you are now part of Bills Mafia. That's that's how Bills fans christen their their babies. That's funny. So yeah, so that's our NFL locks for the week. Um, we have four unders, under forty two in Lions Bears, under forty seven. Packers Panthers. I'm excited for that game. That should be a fun one, actually. Oh, I'll let you finish. Okay, under 44 and a half in both the Ravens Bengals game and the Jets Giants game. Minus three and a half for the Rams against the Steelers and Bills plus three on the road against the Browns. What do you have for me? The Bucks. The Buccaneers. Well, that's the thing. You had the Milwaukee Bucks, uh-huh. Tampa Bay Buccaneers Bucks, mm-hmm. and the Pittsburgh Pirates, who sometimes are called the Bucks. I thought about that earlier when you were talking about one of the Bucks. Probably the Milwaukee Bucks. I think so. And I was like, damn, there's a lot of Bucks. Hmm. And I was thinking, the hockey needs a Bucks. You know what else is going to have a lot of Bucks? Hmm. Our bank account after this week. Our bank account, our listeners' accounts, because you're going to tail us. I don't know. I think it's technically an odd week again. But I had a positive week last week, and that's a big stride for me. I don't know how I did NFL-wise. It's LA. Positive. True. But, anyway. You have anything else? This weekend. Going to Gas Ant tomorrow night. Should be fun. Ooh, look at you go. One of my buddies is birthday. You have friends? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Love uh, you, Mom. <laughs> going out tomorrow night, Saturday. Great day of culture ball. Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Penn State. Alabama. LSU, what's the primetime game? Um, I don't even know. Probably Ohio State of some sort. Or no, Ohio I think they're State's on a bye week. week. Ohio State's, God, 43 and a half points are favored at oh, home gosh. versus Maryland. They're going to cover that. Yeah. Are you kidding me? What is it? Clemson at NC State. That's the primetime game? 438 is ABC. Jeez. Not that's bad. Not a great slate in the afternoon. So no. good culture ball in the morning. Uh, they know I have to work Saturday night. That's why they're like they load up the middle schedule. Yeah. They're like Brendan only has three hours on Saturday to watch football. Let's put all the good games in that span. So thank you, college football creators. Very good. Saturday night should be good. Nice. There you go. See so Friday. I I work. Saturday, I I work. <laughs> Sunday, I said I was available to work because my boss was asking me to put weekend availability. So I was like, oh, crap, all right, I guess I can work this Sunday. Doesn't schedule me. Shout out to me. So now I'm a good guy. I'm, I'm good in his You're, graces. Oh, and Brent's I don't have always to work. available to work. Yeah, and, oh, but he got Sunday off. Yeah, and so shout what out luck. to me. Got Sunday off. So you'll catch me on my couch for a lot of hours on Sunday. Actually, no, we can't talk about it because it's a surprise of what we might be doing on Sunday. But... Mm, we'll update you guys if we end up doing it but either way everyone else I hope you all have a great Friday have a great weekend oh yeah be responsible be responsible bet responsibly unless you want to win a lot of money 
and then bet irresponsibly on good things. Um, that's a good slogan. That, no, that's not a good slogan. That was a lot of <laughs> It sounded good in my head. Um, all right, be sure to follow each of us on Twitter. Travis is TravisSmith03. I am at TheBeeking4. Our show's Twitter and Instagram handle. We kind of been slacking on our Instagram content. we got to get that back up again. But Twitter yeah. is a consistent um, piece of our day where we're updating you guys on our daily picks for NBA, NHL, college football. I have something. You have something. No one gave us their code word. From last yeah, time. no pandas from last time. So, so that, that that's again that stands true. Except this week's code word is burrito. Burrito, and you once if you say burrito, we will feature one of your picks in our next show. Yes, we will. Um, yeah, be sure to follow us on the Soch. Um, thanks for tuning in. It's our sixth episode. Sorry we missed last week. Yeah. Just kind of got busy with stuff. It was Halloween. <laughs> Dude, um, of all weeks to miss, it was the week that Mitchell had a 15-hour flight to China. And he texts me on Friday morning. He's like, so, no hustle the bookie. Because he doesn't have Twitter, so he didn't see our tweet about how we're not having an episode. Oh. He's like, so, no hustle the bookie. And I was like, oh, no. Jeez. I'm sorry to our most loyal listener. Um, but, but we do, do have a we do have a podcast this week for you, Mitch, so... Um, listen up for it and happy Friday. Happy Friday. Go win some money. We'd appreciate it if you could rate and review the podcast. We'll see you next week. Until then, be sure to hustle those bookies.